0: Welcome to Combos from the Couch by LifeStance Health, where leading mental health professionals help guide you on your journey to a healthier, more fulfilling life. Hello, everyone. I'm Nicolette Leanza. And on this episode, I'll be talking with marriage and family therapist, Megan Heniff. About how premital, premarital counseling can be helpful to relationships. So, welcome, Megan. Great to have you on. Thank you for having me. Can you start
1: by telling us a little bit about yourself and what got you interested in being a marriage and family therapist? Yes, definitely. So, I'm my name is Megan Heniff, and I am a clinical therapist with LifeStance, and I'm located here in the western suburbs of Chicago. And so I grew up in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, and I went to school to Adler University. And they have a program that is very specific to couples and family therapy. And I had some wonderful professors in that time, and they just really inspired me to get into this field and to have the niche of couples and family therapy because it is so needed in our field to work relationally and systemically with our clients so that's what launched me off into this and yeah it's just I've been working in the field since 2013 and just having the experiences of outpatients or residential or even working in some schools and working with kids and their families or parents and and so I just really zoned in on, on the premarital when it comes to premarital or like the discussions we have in relationships and how that kind of trickles down to the relationship system, family system, and and going from there. So that's a little bit of what I've been doing. You
0: definitely come to the this conversation with a lot of experience and it's all very interesting stuff too when it comes to like just the dynamics among our relationships with others, specifically with our spouses and everything. Yes, definitely. Can you tell us what are the benefits of premarital counseling for couples?
1: Yes, there are many benefits to premarital counseling if a couple chooses to engage in this process. And for one, it's really just an opportunity for a couple to discuss their thoughts and feelings and perspectives on specific topics relating to the relationship and the future of their relationship in the context of marriage. So this process really helps stimulate those meaningful dialogues uh, for the couple and teaches them communication skills and styles and conflict resolution skills they can use to resolve current and potential and future conflict because conflict is inevitable in a relationship. And so couples really learn the value of proactively working on their relationship and how to maintain a healthy relationship. And so if productive and effective premarital counseling does help the couple or it will help the couple launch them off on a positive path. And it has been proven to reduce the divorce rate by 30%. Mm, Wow. That's a big chunk. 30%. Yes. Yes, definitely. Because I know right now the divorce rate it's over half, like the likelihood at this point, it's, it's over half, unfortunately. So if a couple is able to, take these proactive steps. And we have a we have a good shot here.
0: And I love that proactive. And it just mm-hmm. by taking this proactive step already cuts down the likelihood that the couple might separate or divorce. So yes, it's definitely. definitely a motivator to participate in this then for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what themes and topics do you cover in this type of counseling?
1: Yes. Like I said, communication skills and styles. Uh, probably one of the first things we, we really cover there. Conflict resolution skills, careers, what okay. are careers and how that impacts the relationship, financial management, family planning and parenting styles. If the couple chooses to have children and raise children or adopt or foster too, is mm-hmm. affection and physical intimacy, religious and spiritual beliefs, their belief systems and traditional pra- practices, if that's applicable. Household responsibilities, relationship roles and expectations, priorities when it comes to spending time together or apart, and family of origin and how that impacts the family or impacts the relationship. And I I like to call it like where we come from in our first families. And Uh, I like that. Yeah, like how that informs us of what we make meaning of relationship and love and affection and marriage and all those good things. And with my couples, I usually hang out in that space for a session or two, because it's always really fascinating to see.
0: Definitely. Cause where we come from and those dynamics from our families of origin mm-hmm. does play out in our relationships with our, our significant others as well. And so what a great place to unpack all that.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. And just being as a family and couples therapist, and it's so embedded in that training. Right. Like, I love that part of the whole process, It's like actually. good <laughs> fun. That sounds funny to talk yes. like that from a therapist.
0: Yeah. But that's the good fun stuff, right? That's to meet the good things. stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm.
1: so how does premarital counseling differ from religious counseling? Yes. So basically what I've come to find is that the major difference between Premarital counseling in the context and requirement for marrying in a church or place of worship versus premarital counseling without the requirement from church are the discussions that are based in how the role of God or higher power is intertwined into the relationship and the foundation of relationships. So basically, like how do your religious views and relationship with your faith impact you and your marriage? And so usually a pastor or rabbi will facilitate these sessions if it's required, if you're having a ceremony in, in a church, because they are certified in helping couples have those discussions in the context of their faith. And they're sometimes pulling examples from scripture and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a church might require like a full day sit down and they run through all the topics briefly, like how I just listed, or maybe they require like you to read a book together and go through discussion questions week to week leading up to their ceremony. I think about example, like in the Catholic church, they do the pre-canna kind of process. Mm -hmm. And so I've known personal couples who've gone through that process or, but when a couple is coming into maybe just an agency, maybe there is no requirement from a church You're not getting married in a church and it's just very open, I don't even say like non-denominational, but just not in a church or place of worship. They could still have these discussions regardless. And maybe, yeah, we talk about their belief systems and values, but it's not in the foundation of, okay, it we do this as a couple because of our higher power, because of God and whatnot. Gotcha. So that's kind of the difference. No, of thank that. you for <laughs> clarifying that. Megan, is there any other takeaways you'd like to share? Yes, I'd like to run through some myths, debunk when it comes to premarital counseling. And what I hear sometimes is that if a couple is coming in for premarital counseling before they are married, that is a sign that something is wrong or they shouldn't get married. And that's not always true. You don't have to wait until there is an absolute crisis in the relationship or definite issue to address. Like I said, going to premarital counseling or just couples therapy can be that proactive step to take with one another to learn and implement communication skills and styles, conflict solution skills and all that before it perpetuates, you know, into a bigger problem down the road. And one thing I like to share with my couples sometimes is this metaphor that relationships in the very beginning are like wet cement and that there's still a level of influence with one another to etch into the cement and to change the way you might communicate with one another, learn how to navigate difficult discussions and how you manage expectations and goals, etc. Because after a while, the cement hardens, and if certain things or topics have not been discussed or expressed fully, the relationship will harden, if you will, and we're in our routines, we're, yeah. we're in our patterns, they've been established and it's going to take more effort and time if there's a need for change, if something comes up that's causing disruption or dysfunction in the relationship that stems from something that could have been probably addressed earlier on. And another myth might be like, if you can't agree on a topic that you discuss while in premarital counseling, that is a negative indicator that the relationship won't work. Again, not always true. There's more to explore. I, mm-hmm. I like to take it as an opportunity to explore further. What is the level of openness and flexibility okay. when it comes to discussing this, these disagreements? Can there be a compromise? It's a lot of give and take in yeah. relationships and marriages. And where are we at in all that? And so we try our best to exercise those communication skills, express how we feel, what we need, what we're willing to work with. So like I said, it's a process to explore further.
0: Definitely. Mm -hmm. My gosh, Megan, thank you for sharing all your insights on this very important topic. And I think our listeners are walking away from listening to you talk about this, thinking this could be very helpful for them if they are looking to marry their their, uh, spouse or soon to be spouse or whatever. Mm -hmm. So thank you again for sharing your insights with us.
1: Yes, I'm glad to have this opportunity to share.
0: I'd also like to thank the team behind the podcast, Jason Clayton, Juliana Whitten and Chris Kelman, with a special thank you to Jason Clayton, who edits our episodes. Thank you for listening to Comments from the Couch. Take care, everyone.